podcast episode 70 i'm colin and uh, i am with the voice of your childhood Stu. wow am i that old shit i guess so <laughs> uh, i don't I, yeah. like i didn't specify whose childhood true actually because we've been doing this long enough now that people may have actually holy crap there could be teenagers that have grown up listening to this podcast i've that just hit me yeah, we've been doing this like eight years so imagine if someone started listening to this podcast on day one when they were like 12 they are now 20 let's be honest anyone was listening to those early podcasts they're not like- <laughs> true. true but imagine there was someone who'd like listened to us from day one and they literally grew up listening to us that imagine we were the voice of someone's childhood that's a scary thought <laughs> you know be a funny thing to do but we're not doing it because i don't think it could I would well, literally die from cringing is is do like a commentary over the top of the first Oh, uh, no, 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 not doing it. <laughs> no way, no way. I'm not listening to that first yeah, podcast. I, it's it's like four hours long and just, yep. oh, God. One microphone, about 10 people, <laughs> and we're talking absolute rubbish. I can't remember anything about that first podcast. Neither can I. We're well, just going to leave it like that. Yep, yep. Rose tinted glasses. I was brilliant. I sure. Oh man. Nope. Could you do a commentary over a podcast? I mean, you could. It would probably be confusing as fuck commentating your own thing, and people wouldn't. Well, I I think with that first one, <laughs> you would know. Yeah. Uh, when it's us now. In quality. <laughs> yeah. The the audio quality would be very different. Yeah. Um, yep. But yeah, you would just curl up into a ball and shrivel up and die. That's not me, I swear. <laughs> That's what would happen there if you tried to yep. listen to it. It's oh, like, or, or be like Indiana Jones and your face just melts off. Yeah, that's exactly it. It's like someone opening the fucking uh, the box. So have you played anything new since last time we uh, on, on here, been, I mean? I have been playing Midnight Fight Express. I, picked it I up played online. some of that. Yeah. I picked it up on the PlayStation. I, I know we seem to have two different views on it. You're 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 finding it just a bit meh. I honestly, I think it's more me than me being mm. a bit shit, not getting used to it, or just someone not clicking with me. That's uh, making me find it really awkward to play. Um, mm. Like I, I don't know. I'm fine. This like I'm getting the upgrading the parry stuff, but then I find like fucking everyone has a weapon, so I can't actually block or parry anything. Cause that doesn't right, work that, against weapons. No, I if someone's got a weapon, you can't do the parry. So what you can do is you can build up your finisher meter. Uh, so you sort of punch a guy who doesn't have a weapon a few times, then you turn to the guy that does have the weapon, and you can just click L one, and you fucking do a suplex on him, and he's dead. So I was trying to. Uh, this is another thing that I find awkward as well. I don't sure if it's me. Like when you're doing those finishers at the end of a combo, mm-hmm. it's L one. But do you have mm-hmm. to hold L one and then hit? the attack button again at the same time no you just tap it and that's that he he goes into a mad fucking depending on what what mood he's in he will do a, a, a grapple or he'll just kick the daylights out of someone i've you know just done mad uppercuts and things and, and then you have auto finishers where like if you've got the enemy with their back next to a wall he'll just go into a rampage and start beating shit out of them and stuff it's all very situational mm. i do i do want to give it more time because uh, yeah I, I, sometimes you know, you take a couple of tries. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm, like I say, I, I I played the first level and thought, oh, this is pretty cool. But it wasn't until I hit maybe the third or fourth level and the game started giving you a few more toys to play with, a few more things. I was like, this is actually fucking excellent. Especially because I threw it straight up to hard mode. Don't know why. I just do that sometimes. But I threw this on the hard and you see when you've got about eight boys around you and you're just beating absolute piss out of them. It reminded me, you know, the... The Arkham days and like Arkham Asylum. 
You know when yeah. you fight about eight guys and you'd feel class yeah. like that, and no one's able to lay a hand on you either because you're blocking everything or parrying everything. You're just like, yep, I'm a bad bastard. I'm the man. I, doing all this in your underpants is even better rather than being dressed like a bat. <laughs> so you're running around in your underpants then? I was at the start, but now I've got a suit. So it's like, yep, you're all getting battered by a cool looking guy in a gas mask. You just wanted to be John uh, You know me, anything, anytime there's a suit, I'll go for it. Or if there's a mad scientist get up, I'll go for that. Or a cowboy get up, I'll go for that. One of the three. Suit, scientist, or cowboy. It's always one of the three. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm really, really enjoying it. And I think what helps really make it is that kick-ass soundtrack. Especially when it just when the beats kick in really heavy when you're doing the big fights and stuff. But hmm. I am a good bit into it. I think I'm level 15 or something now. And some of the enemies later on, though, Jesus Christ. There's like these big Popeye Sailor guys. Then kill you in one hit. So you have to sort of like throw a few punches, roll out of the way, throw a few punches, roll out of the way. Because they do like these big shoulder charges. So like you'll do the roll and they'll charge towards you, but they'll sort of run out of steam by the time you finish the roll. So you'll be able to just get a couple of quick punches in again. It's absolutely brilliant. All every every enemy has like their own wee mechanic. Um but I think that's why I enjoy it. It's trying to trying to remember who's what what and you know how to deal with certain people and all. Like, mm. did you get into the sewers with the big rat man? uh no i don't think i've got that Whoa. far uh, i Very guess tough. i'm no that's that's actually where i i left off going into the sewers i just finished the the subway mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that the the level after uh so you do the subway then you'll do the restroom and then you'll do the sewer yes yes i've done the rest that's that's brilliant that's just one room and boys just piling at you for about 10 minutes i, I love that i see <laughs> I just spent all the time running around the fucking sinks away from the guy with the two knives. Oh, that boy. I see there's a, there'll be a guy that comes in before him with a big lead pipe. So, so I got to hold his pipe and bait the shit out of the two knife boy. Right. I think I'm just shit at this game. <laughs> like, that's weapons, are a, weapons are a big thing. Cause I don't know. Uh, I unlocked this ability where another way you'd pick up a heavy weapon and throw it. Yeah. I don't do that anymore. I just kick the weapon at people. Right. So, so am I able to throw punches at one guy and then kick a weapon at another guy to keep him back from me? So it it does get all very fucking. It's see, I, I it's uh, all very part, sort of John Woo matrix. Part of my problem is I am literally just trying to play it like Arkham Asylum, uh, where it's mm. a bit more involved than that. The the combat's definitely, but it's more complicated because think mm. in Arkham it's it's very simplistic. You know, here's your attack yes. button. Here's Batman your will do button. most of the work for you. Aye, and and here's mm. your your counter button and the flash is above the head just push whatever button it is whereas this mm-hmm. is like yeah the weapons uh and all add that extra dynamic and stuff and mm. um it's yeah it's it's not a, a matter of button mashing in a way that that will not work now later on as well you get like uh you get an upgrade and you get like a like a bullet up your sleeve that reloads every must be every about 20 seconds what you just fling the bullet out your sleeve well, you know, you sort of flick your wrist up and there's like a gun in your sleeve. Oh, right. <laughs> and it's, it's, again, very cool looking. But you see the knife guys now? Like, I'll let them get close to me, be dealing with a guy beside me, quickly tap by L1, and he just sort of looks over at the knife guy and blows his brains out and gets back to punching the other guy. <laughs> yeah. I, I think it's very, very cool. But I can see why... Um, I, I'm not, I didn't like it. It did take me a couple of levels. And once the game started giving me more tools to play with, it was like, ah, oh, this is actually really cool. Yep, this is cool. Because I know what you mean. The first level, I felt myself just tapping square a lot and going, 
Oh no, don't tell me this is 40 levels of me just hitting square. Because normally, I don't have the biggest problem with that. Because like, the freaking Gungrave game that I love from PS2, that was just hit square and you looked awesome. Yeah. But just, you know, hearing the, the, or just throwing the punches over and over again. And then when you started getting to the parries and the grapples and, you know, the, the, the rolls and the dodges and things like that, I actually was like, I, had to, I think it was by the time I'd hit the, you know, the level on the, the tr- roof of the train. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. You tried to get out again. Sorry. That boy's problem for me hey sorry what happened um, oh no you didn't hear me phone that time oh your mom was i did screaming. not no boy screaming in the background there. very confused all right that's this new headset it's gonna drown an out background noise oh, i must remember that in the future now so it'll never get away but um i when you on the level on the roof of the train that's when it clicked that's when i got that click moment and went yeah this is excellent this is actually really cool so um but yeah i'm really really enjoying it um the thing I enjoy about it probably more than anything is you can just do quick blasts at it. You know, you can sit down, play a level. It's about five minutes and think to yourself, ah, I'll play one or two more. And then you're like, right, I'll take a breather. You know, because I, I enjoy those sort of indie games where you can have wee quick sessions. You know, and not a ring has to be like a big AAA, right? I have to sit down and plan two hours to play this game. But Midnight Fight Express, you can just go, right, I'll sit down 15 minutes, get a couple of levels done, a couple of wee upgrades, and maybe I'll come back to it. I enjoy, enjoy that type of sort of indie style. I call it an indie darling when I can do it. I couldn't tell you what the story is either. Just, I'm being interviewed. I'm oh, sure you've seen yourself. Uh, I, that is one problem I had. I was like, would, would you shut the fuck up, game? I don't care. Uh, <laughs> I do not give fu- a shit. A fucking drone keeps talking to you, and you're like, hey, there's yeah. baddies over there. Let me go punch them. Yep. Let me, let me punch. Let me punch. Um. But yeah, I, I, I'm really, really enjoying it. And other than that, I have been getting very heavily back in the Back for Blood because there's new DLC released today, I believe. Um, there is a whole new campaign chapter. Uh, brand new human enemies, new weapons. Um, human enemies? Yeah, there's these guys that are like worshipping the Ridden. and it would probably happen. <laughs> ah, they're, they're like a crazy cult and they have this weird, I don't know, this gunk and they pour it around themselves and the ridden won't attack them so they run with the ridden attacking humans so you've uh, got this whole new campaign which looks pretty cool new weapons new new character and stuff but yeah i'm looking forward to maybe giving that a bash when i when i get around to doing that but that will be a bit later on what about yourself so i started playing a game i wish i don't know why i waited before that game is a plague tale innocent sequel hmm. i Ah, it's, uh, it's one of those situations of, well, here's a game where it's just linear in a straight line. You just do the things and go and play through. There's no open world to deal with. So sometimes mm. you song contain. But this is really good. So it takes place in uh, 15th century France um, during the time of the Black Plague. And it's kind of uh, what I think it's going for is let's tell a story where the, the plague is a little bit supernatural, but it's like you're seeing it through the eyes of 15th century people which would probably would have thought that anyway mm-hmm. uh with True. the black plague so you play as you play he plays this noble noble girl or her dad's a knight or something some sort of military um and you have a little brother who is something up with him we're sick in that um yeah and in the background there's the whole uh, what they call the bite the plague which is spread by these weird supernatural type rats which don't like light kills them. um and basically there's something that i haven't got far enough into it and there's something up with your brother and this inquisition is after your brother and they, they kill your parents and you have to run away with your five-year-old brother um and it, it's basically about figuring out what's the deal with him what's wrong with him why are they after him um 
and it, it has a couple of different types of places. So you've got the uh, stealth type stuff where you're staying away from bad guys because you're a teenage girl and, and you can't fight soldiers in full plate. It's just oh, like if one yeah. gets to you, it, you're dead. Yeah. <laughs> you're just not doing anything else. The only weapon you have is a sling. Uh, and most of them, well, you're encouraged not at the start not to use that. Use stealth. Um, but you do get to the point where you're going through this camp and no one's wearing helmets and you just start fucking murdering boys, hey? Fractured <laughs> skulls everywhere. Um, but it's sort of, it, it tries to make a big deal about that the first time you kill someone as well. And then the first few deaths, they're sort of all weird. It's like, oh, what have you done? And then it's like, nah, where you go. <laughs> start, right. start murdering fools. Here's um, a full camp. Get them. Aye. <laughs> uh, Basically, I'm wondering if it's going to be one of those games where because like I'm going through some of these levels and you eventually get an ability where you can force guys to take off their helmets, wield them with a rock. Mm. Um, and I'm starting to think there's if I wanted, I could probably stealth my way and kill no one. So is it going to be one of those gamey bad and murder? Yeah, it sounds like it could. Like but if you the, have the option to sneak through, but uh, it's probably... but the trailers for the sequel have all been the dialogue you've heard is her brother giving her a hard time for being this killer. So I don't know. Oh, maybe, okay. maybe do that. But the other side of it's like that. That's the soldiers. Uh, there's also the rats. Uh, so you go near the rats at all, they kill you. They don't like so you. You're getting a lot of sort of puzzle type setups where you have to figure out how to get rid of the rats or get to a certain point going through the rats fire mm. as a light source and things you can light on fire and upgrades things you can craft to light fires and it gives you a couple uh, a couple of like desperation things you can craft where it's like you can make these objects so one of them is like uh it's basically chloroform if you're in a tricky spot you can chloroform it and the other one is like a flashbang which explodes gets rid of that's if you don't figure out a way but the trade-off is they use a lot of materials you might yeah. fuck yourself for getting all your upgrades because it's a, hmm. a limited amount uh, yeah uh, it is a cool option though yeah um i i think i'm nearing the end of it and i'm close to it and but i all bought in uh stories got me want to play the sequel which comes out in october so yeah definitely unless I don't you know don't. why this is gonna sound so stupid so i have seen this a plague tale game for quite some time right mm. i always thought it was something to do with those life is strange games um i get that it is very narrative uh but not not as it's a very focused narrative whereas the life yeah. is strange me yeah, i think it's the it. artwork you know for the cover of the game i guess it just made me go oh they must be linked <laughs> they look the same <laughs> It's uh, graphically, it isn't like going for as photoreal as possible type of thing. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. I, I couldn't have got that more wrong. It is a fantastic focus. Um, All right, that's the guys that do um uh focus. focus. They done that. They done that really bad space Hulk game. I think they do. Um, I think they're one of them embrace. Yeah, yeah, they would be. Yeah, they done surge. Yeah, they did. They did the surge game, but I think there's like like a French developer. Uh, the amount of games they're pumping out i'm just looking through here the amount of games they're, they're pumping out there has to be quite a few teams there like yeah there's no way they're making a uh, world war z aliens fire team yeah or and, hood outlaws and legends uh, uh warhammer age of sigmar storm no you and they've done a really dodgy space hulk game that i paid for and was very disappointed with because i was hoping it was going to be like the ps1 space hulk it was nothing like the ps1 that has aged very well. Why? I certainly like, focused on loads of stuff, but mm. it's all. I think that's just a huge studio that does loads of different stuff because they do farming simulator as well. Aye. 
Um, I'm pretty sure they're the guys that are making that cool-looking Western game coming out soon. That Evil West. I think that's right. Focus is their publisher. Right, right, right. But Saber Interest. For some reason, I thought they were but I mean, just this is the same kind of level of games both are putting out. No, I, d- I definitely reckon. If you can put up, uh, put up with stealth stuff. I enjoy a bit of stealth. Some people just can't take uh, it at all. My only, as I've said before, my only problem is is when people shoehorn a stealth section into a game where stealth was not designed. Oh like, yeah, that's yeah. I hate that. Uh, don't do that. Yeah. The stealth now, the stealthness works grand. Uh, it's ah. it's it's pretty forgiving as well, and it's always like really obvious what you have to do. You know, you'll mm. be like, "There's a guy standing there, and there's a thing I can rock at to you know to mm. distract, distract them." Distract them. So Jesus. Talk about some of. Speaking of focus, <laughs> we go through some of this Gamescom stuff. I was really struggling to understand what the hell Gamescom was because <laughs> it's yeah. So it, it's, it's they it's, claim it's like a German E3, and I'm sorry, it, it um definitely it's not though. No, it's but not, but no. it is though. It, uh, it, in the pure sense of it's a big open space where developers publishers come and set up booths where people play games. Um, but it's not like E3 in the way of you're gonna get these huge announcements, uh, big reveals or anything like that. You're not doing the big fucking press conferences because, as mm. far as I can see, of big uh, like live streams, what we got was the open night Jeff Keeley's thing. Yeah. Um, and I saw there was like a kind of indie focused one as well which had the the guy that voiced kratos and the woman that voiced um freya from god of war presenting it even though it had fuck all to do with sony <laughs> so i guess just right get them to uh, why not i think that that was the that's the you know the future publishing oh uh, yeah yeah, uh, I, think yeah. It's, I think it was their show uh but yeah the the biggest show um where the most was shown would have been open night thing. So we'll just fire it through in the order that they are on. Um, so the first one that we, we had everywhere, which I don't know what that is. It's a guy that... Uh, an did, NFT uh, game, bollocks. It does look like an NFT game. It and is? No, you're thinking about a different one. Everywhere. It, uh, Every- they they were asked and they, they gave an answer that wasn't no, which means yes. Yeah. But then there's that one... Um, there's that battle royale one that is also an NFT game from that guy that made uh, that the guy that makes those movies. Is it Neil Blomkamp? Yes, the Neil Blomkamp one. That's what I was thinking of. But like, that's confirmed. That is. Uh, so mm. stay the hell out and stay away from this uh, this fucking everywhere thing. The the dude that made this had a big a big part in GTA Online and fell out with. Um, and this this just doesn't look like anything at the like there's no solid idea of what you say oh they're shooting driving explosion in space but it's like but what what is it actually is like one of these metaverse things where it's like it's really nothing but oh hang out with your friends here it's like you can literally do that on any game in a party you don't you don't need a dedicated game for quote-unquote game where you fuck all or play a bunch of like below par Many games that you could be playing while still mm. talking to your June Awakening based on June. that's an MMO and I didn't know right, but mm. yeah that got or that got announced. Um, I thought that was announced, before, but it's saying this is announcement for it. But I nearly hundred percent sure I there was a Dune game coming. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was announced a good while ago. Unless is there an RTS Dune as well? Uh, maybe they are doing an RTS style. Because that's why I assume it's like, ah, right, this is gonna be an RTS because 
Yeah, uh, and obviously and then, it's Dune. You know, that would be the best thing to make out of a, a Dune series. <laughs> uh, I'm not even going to talk about them because there's a very not nice person behind the entire franchise. So fuck it. Okay. And fuck them. <laughs> and I don't even like it either way. You wand up your hole. Um, <laughs> they're making another Tales from the Borderlands. I don't you know care? why. <laughs> That's a no. Apparently our first one's... That's Telltale, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I'm like... Is it? I think so. Pretty sure Tell, it is. Telltale are back and have learned nothing. But it looks a thing. <laughs> learned nothing going out of business the first time. Uh, a guy used to work from Bethesda um, and a guy that used to work for Obsidian and called Word Song looks sort of p- post-industrial revolution. There's, there's not much of it. There's like a, an eclipse moon. No, no, actually it's all sort of fantasy. So I'm just looking at the trailer here. And, like there's an eclipse moon and then it falls over. and <laughs> The moon falls <laughs> over? Yeah, that's what it looked like. How does the moon? How does the moon fall over? I don't know. He's drunk. <laughs> Dead Island um, Two. Yeah, that's a weird one. Third of February. It's happening. It's not dead. It's um, actually happening. Looks like Dead Island. Uh, uh, they showed another video of Callisto Protocol. I think we're already all convinced. Yeah, I'm. I'm on board for that definitely. Gonna be firing some weird things into grindy things and watch yep. explode. Uh, saw so on a big game. Okay, uh, must have missed that part. Yeah, <laughs> you. And then followed by Honkai Star Rail, which is same publisher as Compact. It is going to play. Uh, oh, give okay. us money. Give you your character. No thanks. Uh, friends versus friends was that weird furry again? I like it's it. It showed a bit of gameplay there of video there. It's card deck building, um, first person right. shooter, and okay. everyone's anthrop. Everything has to have deck building. Yeah, kind of does. The future of gaming, right there. Cards. <laughs> I thought you said cards. You're calling them all cards. You said cards. <laughs> Stop putting cards in your. <laughs> That's not like where one game's like, oh, we'll do two. What was yep. it? Uh, Attack the Spire. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what Slay it was the called. Spire. Slay the Spire. Yeah. Uh, Gotham Knights. Any intention of even looking at this? You know what? I've been hearing about it for so long. It's, I'm just not bothered, right? I might pick like, it up where it's cheaper me. or something, but I'm not like day one excited for it. But then after Arkham Knight, um, no, I'm kind of, I'm definitely not buying anything day one. I'll, I'll wait till it's a bit more reasonably priced. Yeah. Um, where winds meet, uh, Chinese action hack and slashy type combo game thing now i've been seeing these types of games all based on like chinese history and mythology and you always see them on steam and they've got some like really incredible looking graphics um but then maybe don't look like they play the best uh, uh but this one the, the, the uh, this one looks interesting it's about like just running across the water and scaling up fucking boats like assassin's creed eat your heart out this flying up the um <laughs> Why you see the speedy climbs up? <laughs> Is his intention to get onto the boat to murder everyone? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought he just went around out in the water for boat climbing and then <laughs> jumped off again and found another boat. Yeah, and I mean literally running along the water. It looks a little bit uh, Sekiro, um, mm. which scares the shit out of me, but uh, yeah, probably give that one a go. Um, park Beyond, build a theme park. Oh. Uh, here's, right, Lies of P. Ah, so here's so one relevant. We 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 did actually talk about this. Oh, it must have been well over a year. It popped up on something, and I remember sending you about remember? it. I, I we were actually doing the podcast in person because you pulled it up on your computer, mm-hmm. and we thought the screenshots looked very pretty and it all looked very bloodborne. But then we looked into the developer and what they had made, 
and they had made a pile of shit. And then when we sort of watched more and more gameplay, we realized that, wait a minute, this looks a bit dodge, and that looks a bit dodge. And that was it. We decided, right, die. Well, that'll, that'll probably come out and fade under the radar. Obviously, this is not the case, because these, these guys have still been working on this. As we said, it was well over a year ago when we first talked about it. And I think that either they listened to our podcast and they decided to give us the middle finger, <laughs> or we seen some really, really early footage previously. And this yeah. is what we're maybe meant to see now, because I think it's looking fantastic. I, I will put my hands up and admit I was wrong. Liza P looks damn cool. Yeah, so this is based on Pinocchio. Yeah, I all, like this idea as well. This is what I remember saying, though, the first time we talked about this, because there was a podcast many, many, many moons ago when it was <laughs> all of us, and we joked around saying, what if From Software got the rights to do a Disney game? And we were talking about the twisted world that they would create, and then Liza P came along, and we were saying, oh, Jesus, it's like somebody listened to our Disney From Software podcast. <laughs> Boom. That's why I remember talking about it as well. Sorry. I think um, those kinds of old fairy, fairy tales lend themselves well to blood bornification. <laughs> Mm. which is like now that term, term that i've just made up i like that term blood bornification oh neo is is a korean publisher so there's probably half half the shit we haven't even heard of that they've done uh because I, I think they're like they're they're the uh korean publisher for uh battlefield all right it's weird you yeah be able to do that shit themselves um all oh, right, they do those Max Respect rhythm games. Yeah, but th- this is so far beyond it. Like, if you look at their Steam page, like, ah. like everything looks like, you know, very simple 2D games and then Liza P. I <laughs> thought you'd be fucking playing on your phone and then I, Liza P. But that's good. Like, if they've made money making online, right, let's do something we really want to do. Cool. Yeah, we've made the money we needed to actually make what we want to make now. <laughs> Um, it does look very. Uh, there's a seems to be a bit of uh, Sekiro in there as well, with uh, Pinocchio being able to install fucking cannons in his arm. Uh and have like grappling hooks and shit, so he can fly towards enemies and all. Aye, that's very. Um, it it does look very cool. I will be keeping my eyes out for this. Uh, Phantom Hellcat is like this hack and slash game. Uh, looks like a plays like. Um, it it looks it looks grand. <laughs> <laughs> stylish it's got this whole seems like, like phantom of the opera like the mask type thing oh the you know tragedy tragedy and comedy thing mm. uh goat simulator 3 which is All the right. second goat simulator game that'll be the best joke of the game yep <laughs> return to monkey island i thought this looked pretty cool yeah i like the art style and i don't know what people were bitching about i don't know one likes it i mean people just thought uh it's, it's gonna be pixel art the last yeah. game he did wasn't so way with this one yeah yeah, you know people are like it, so it's like, they want something new, but they also want it to be old. Mm. So give me my childhood memory. You're like, I can't. It's impossible. <laughs> Go Shut play up. that game instead. Just... So here's a weird one. And I think, I honestly think that this is the um, asymmetrical multiplayer gone a step too far. <laughs> Killer okay. Clowns from Outer Space, the game. Oh, no way. Which, have you not seen this? There... No, I must right. have missed this part. Also, this is 3v7. Christ. So that's going to be a fun uh, week two game. Uh, oh interest? my god. That's... You looking at I actually am, I'm sorry. I did not know this was actually happening. Right, so I, d- I know what you mean. That queue is going to be a nightmare. Unless they do the thing, and I swear to god, I think this is the best way an isometric game ever did this, was the way Friday the 13th did it. Where everyone mm-hmm. just joined a game, and then the game picked who was Jason. 
Ah, yeah. I think I think that's part of the problem with the queuing in these games. Like, yeah, having yeah. two separate queues probably not. Yep. Um, so if you're doing this killer clown thing, so you're talking about ten players per game. You just to get ten people into a server, and then the game goes right. Seven of you's over here, and three of you's over here. And if it's all, oh, but I want to party up with my buddies. It's like, shut up. It's, it's a fucking <laughs> video game. All right, just enjoy. Quiet you. Yeah, um, quiet you. Yeah, think about if you have a coordinated team of clowns and an uncoordinated team of teens or whatever yep. <laughs> they're gonna get so fucked up worse than any game like uh, oh yeah. my god i did not know this was happening uh you know who will be in love with this idea though is eugene he loves that movie <laughs> really <laughs> uh, it's you know obviously it's so bad it's hilarious so uh he'll love that uh high on life uh we got another trailer for high on life which is the rick and morty guys oh every guy it looks like it would be fun to play, but it also looks so fucking annoying. So very, very annoying. <laughs> it was like a boss fight they showed where you're like shooting this thing. Gunk would come up and you have Tether, Tarzan, swing around. I, it, it's, it looks like almost like a Doom style first person shooter. Uh, with a lot of silliness involved. Uh, moving on to, never played the first. Uh, Lords of the Fallen. Yeah. And remade is it a remake or is it something ent- i think it's something entirely new all are right they, is it? are they are they trying to pretend that the first one happened all right I, I don't know i tried to play the first one awful yeah so it's a follow-up it's like they try to make a souls game but decided i but you're over encumbered always and that's how you play fat roll all the time mm. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, so hopefully they do it this time. They they actually allow you more freedom uh, from how you approach things and how you spec out a character, which is one of the main draws of the Soul series for a start. Mm. Um, Stranded Alien Dawn down Dawn Down Dawn. It's Dawn. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking typo. Um, uh, it's some farming. All thing. right, under the waves. Uh, so we got an art trailer for Sonic Frontier. As uh, a massive Sonic fan, has it made you feel any feelings different from the feelings that you had from the last time we saw it? This trailer didn't know, um, but the reports from it, everyone's saying it plays really well, but I'm still going to hold judgment. Um, I just think, just think, just, just give me Mania 2. That's all I want. Give me Sonic Mania <laughs> 2, and I'd be a happy man. This whole, I know obviously they keep, I don't know why they keep doing this, so it's they keep trying to do something new with them instead of just using the formula that works. And I know people go, oh, you can't be doing the same thing all the time. It's like, you don't do it all the time then. You, Man, you the give us a, a rare Sonic game every now and then and just make it 2D and fun. So this was Sonic pushed a red button. So someone's like, don't be pushing out here. I'm pushing this. Nah. But <laughs> here we shut Hawk like so. Yes. <laughs> That's the story. But, like, from what I saw the action parts, it's all, like, very run in a straight line, grind this rail, which, that's not new. They've been doing that no. since Sonic Adventure, and I didn't yep. like those games, so uh, I don't know, in the context of 3D Sonic games, what plays well means Sonic Adventure, then I'd, I will respectfully disagree and not play this. Yeah, I think when they were in the 3D, the best one they've done for me was Generation. Like, they knocked it out of the park with that, but then they... Took huge step backwards doing the fucking uh what did they do after that? Did was it Lost Zones and then they did that fucking create your own character shit and all and I was like, What he's doing, lads, what he's doing? He's had something really good and now he's are just throwing it all away again. I don't know. Yeah. I just think maybe trying to do Sonic in three D is just it's came and gone and Mania just proved stick with two D. People loved it. It reviewed well, it plays brilliantly. 
Like mm. Sega themselves done a 3D Sonic game at the same time that Sonic Mania came out and no one gave a toss about the 3D Sonic game. Except for the fucking cursed creations you could make. Oh yeah. Yeah, I do remember doing that stupid video when I was fucking around with creating the person and the eyes. Some of those eyeball choices were not safe for children. <laughs> some of them were. Some of them looked like they were staring into your fucking soul. Well, so, we'll see. No, I guess. not not blown <laughs> away yet. Don't think it's gonna be anything. Uh, Atlas Fallen, uh, which is a new game for Deck Thirteen. Uh, who forgot the name? Oh yeah. It's just called the Surge. It's just called the Surge, yes. Which was the Souls-like type thing where you put mech parts on you. Mm -hmm. Good premise, not very well executed. Not quite quite tight enough action. Mm. So this looks more traditional fantasy, but it's all described as a semi-open world full of ancient mysteries and threats. The Outlast Trial. What the bloody hell is this? As in Outlast, Outlast? Yeah, and it's multiplayer. This is going to be the voice from Outlast 2 then, the crazy fucking cult bastard. But I'm not sure how it works in terms of the multiplayer. Wonder is it asymmetric or asymmetric? Or is it just like co-op levels? I don't know. Could be co-op levels as well. I... But that would kind of take the horror out of Outlast. It, uh, from what I know of the Outlast, they just get... Yeah, they're just getting, uh, and this looks actually silly. I'm, I'm not against that. It's just this seems a far fucking cry from where this series started. Uh, I, I think the first Outlast was brilliant. The second one wasn't bad, but you could tell the second one was more aimed at, hey, let's get people on YouTube screaming really loudly. There was a lot more of the fucking jump scare bollocks and less atmosphere than there was in the first one. Yeah, very old. They lose their effect. Um, Moonbreaker, uh, that's the turn-based strategy game. Nature's you paint. Uh, Seems looks, absolutely stupid to me. I don't get it. Like, There's no way that, that painting's going to be good. <laughs> no. Uh, Homeworld 3, the Homeworld series, is one I've never even looked at before. There's space. All right. Never even heard um, of it. Telltale are back with the Expanse. Never watched it. <laughs> are they gonna do the same thing again? And run this whole thing into the ground? No doubt. No doubt. They've taken a breather for a while, and now they'll come back and release about twenty different games. Uh, Dwarf Format. Okay. I don't know. It's a Switch game. Uh, Scars Above. I'm sort of saying. Oh Jesus! I played the trailer. It was really loud. Uh, it just looks like third-person shooter, and you're shooting weird creatures on a weird planet okay uh and then there was there was announces that weren't games uh so sony had an announcement um at this uh, they're doing a new controller the dual edge you can lift the entire analog sticks out and replace them with different ones all modular and this is i guess this is their answer to the xbox elite controller ah uh, oh they'll, they'll, they'll ask an arm and a leg and as you say you know it's for if you want to take your sticks out and shit like that well as we were saying before your sticks shouldn't be doing that but i guarantee the price of a stick is fucking crazy yeah oh they'll charge stupid money uh, for I a know, replacement I know, stick I know will. but it will be just less than a replacement controller you're probably right. yeah. uh hideo kojima uh, is doing a podcast what do do? come listen to me logo. bore you to death for five hours a week and uh pokemon's me oh that's right that um yeah, so that was Gamescom. Uh, yeah, nothing. Or- Not really, no. Now, they, they have announced on the, the, the Sonic, there's going to be DLC costume based on the VTuber, Karone Inagami. What's a VTuber? Virtual YouTuber. It's those uh, like, track Jimmy Carter on oh, the right. stream. Oh, right, okay. 
She's a massive though. Oh, okay. Has done stuff with Sega. Okay. Uh, so, so speaking of Sony, they they put the price of the PlayStation up thirty quid, mm. and it's totally uh, obviously they're talking about inflation, usual bollocks. Um, they had an investors call. We were asked the question, "Will you put up the price?" So I reckon this pressure, and seeing as their the amount of money they went went has gone down uh, after you know pandemic era where everyone was locked up had nothing to do but play games and they were surprised they didn't make much money after that had ended um everyone wanted to go back outside it seems a bit stupid and they're like, stop playing in the sun <laughs> uh, put our prices up so if you haven't got a ps5 by now uh, sorry xbox instead yeah because <laughs> it, it is not going up in price uh neither is the switch to be fair uh on nintendo saying they're not putting the switch up it's like you fucking better not because uh it's already you should put the price uh, that down by the way it runs games for fuck's sake yeah and the price that i know we like to joke about no sony's first party games but nintendo fuck they're uh, kicking the arse off being just as bad as well oh putting the prices down uh Nintendo's first party games, like most places, they try and ask for 60 quid and you're like, fuck off, Nintendo. Yeah, for like a game that's like Breath of the Wild, can't can't buy that for anyone as uh, far off. Um, that's how many years old? Oh, I'm not even. Uh, exactly. A lot. Uh, came out in 2017. Jesus. So it's so a five year old game. Five year old game, full price, please. <laughs> Fuck me. Um, yeah, it's it's kind of shitty, but I'm also not surprised. Um, they haven't mm. changed the price in the US, which is it as well. Mm. Odd. Um, Microsoft wasted no time getting out there and being like, hey, we're not. No, no. Um, they, it's it, as much as they try and claim they're all buddy-buddy and all now, they do love still taking things at each other. Oh, they never... Phil Spencer being all like, oh, I hope there's less exclusives uh, and cross-platform stuff. Why are you buying Judy's? <laughs> Uh, who are you looking to crossplay with if you're buying all these studios? PC! Uh. In other baffling news, Square Enix is opening this new studio. Yep. There was reckon... the whole Idios Montreal from Canada, and they sold it and then set up a studio in Canada. You think everyone in uh, Montreal and Crystal Dynamo is going, who's motherfucker? What the fuck? Or are they 100%. just glad not to be part of Square Enix anymore? Oh, there's probably, uh, there is probably that relief as well, to be fair. It's like, hey, we're not under that fucking boot anymore. Or maybe it's in London. What's that about? Cat? Oh, yeah, that's trademark called Square Enix Yuko. Oh, they'll, just, they'll be making ah, a bunch of Final Fantasy NFTs. That'll be their specialty in that studio. Oh, maybe that. Yep. There's rumors going around that uh, Amazon was buying E until <laughs> someone catches. Why is up? Wonder stock market price you're saying went very up because of this rumor. Yeah, stock market is stupid. Some wanker in EA started that rumor then. So <laughs> yes, you should just start rumors and fuck with us. Hi, uh, Amazon's gonna buy Evil G Studios. Woof, we're millionaires, Colin. Oh, we forgot to sell any stocks to begin with, or, oh, or make any of the stuff that is involved in. I don't know how public, that works. Publicly I'll leave that to you. <laughs> I don't want to know enough already, and it's not enough, and I don't want to know. It's all stupid. The it's more the, the more I learn about stock markets and stuff, the angrier I get. Like, why? Who who came up with this fucking nonsense? We saw some gameplay. Man, there's a lot of souls pretenders um we long fallen Di- dynasty got a, a new trailer that shows the game and so it is from a producer a producer that did niho which was uh Koei Tech, or team ninja's actual site kind of souls like more than that and also from one of the producers bloodborne 
game definitely looks a lot more uh, uh, blood. Uh, and it's all based on Chinese culture as well. Different. You can yeah. get a lot of games around that. Not outside of China. No, no. Uh, news that just came in. There was a elite Logitech handheld system, kind of like a Switch or a Steam Deck. Um, the images pulled, which basically means probably true then. Logitech, yeah. I mean, I'm guessing they'd be going down the, the PC, because they're not going to make their own shit, so they'll be going down, like, <laughs> as you before recording, they'll probably go down the sort of Steam or yeah that sort of route, but... I, I imagine, yeah, this will run Steam, and because took the chance and said, well, we'll make, we'll make a hand, here you go, and everyone went, fuck yes, give me it now, other companies, uh, well, Steam won't stop you from Steam OS, you could make your own hardware, so yeah, it, it could look like we're going to see other manufacturers making Steam Deck type thing for a whole range of prices, I guess, Logitech's everything. I think anything they've ever done that would be even remotely like that. So yeah, maybe if you're looking at a Steam Deck, thinking about it, maybe let's see what else happens still a fair waiting time on those as well yeah yeah you just can't buy one fulfillment <laughs> yeah yeah i i think i don't think they, i think they vastly underestimated how much people would want something handheld um, it's kind of when you no-brainer wait a console anywhere that'll play your entire steam library yes of course people will buy that you mental mm. um <laughs> i guess we'll finish up on the game stuff uh, by the thing wrapping I first just want to mention uh, that Netflix Resident Evil show has been cancelled. D- didn't watch it. Glad it's cancelled. <laughs> yeah. Before we talk about thing wrapping, though, because this is obviously linked in a wee bit, we obviously seen 10 minutes of AEW's Fight Forever at Gamescom. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. What that. were your thoughts? Uh, that looks like a wrestling game. <laughs> I know, that, obviously, that we've looks, been discussing before. Like and a, an old-ass wrestling Did you Did you play any of the, the old N64 games, or is it you just didn't enjoy them? I just never played enough of any of them ah, to right. form any. I, I know I've done before, mm. <clears throat> but I was sitting playing fucking Warzone like a chump. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so was I. In fact, no, I, 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 can, I can top you there. I was playing fucking Thunder and Nitro. Jesus all right? Christ. Exactly. Now, granted, they were fucking, you know, five pound copies from the, the indoor market on my chipped PlayStation. But chumpy fucking features <laughs> here with Sultan. They don't deserve the get paid for that bitch. I know. Um then we then obviously they had uh you know Warzone and there was Attitude and I think the last WCW game on PlayStation was Mayhem, which wasn't great either. But then I remember getting round to the mates and he was all no, you have to try revenge here. And within fuck five minutes I was like, Holy shit, this is amazing. This is this is what a wrestling game should feel like. And obviously, that went on to make WrestleMania 2000 and the big one that everyone holds in high regard, No Mercy. Um, mm. Me, personally, I always always thought Revenge was the best, but, you know, that's just me. But, I mean, is these games are held... I think, honestly, it's because <laughs> it was the first one I played and some of the special moves were so ridiculous that it, I was just like, they, they never captured this... Cause, Wrestling can be very silly, as we know. Whereas No Mercy, everything was very like, oh, this is like an actual fight, and the moves are all like this here. Whereas like a spe- like Macho Man used to have this special move where he would like jab you about four times, right? And then he would start winding his arm up and do the whole oh yeah, and then he just poke you in the eye because he was heel Macho Man in the NWO. You know, you know, he'd sit and wind up his arm like he's going to do this massive fist and then he just thumbs you in the eye and you're like, they didn't have anything like that in No Mercy. They didn't have any of the silly specials that were like an embarrassingly funny way to beat your opponent. 
So I think that's what it was for me. He still love doing silly special moves mm. and win with them. See here, um, here's the here's the. Th- I already mm. showed it. Looks grand. Mm. They haven't shown the important part yet. I need to see that character creator. See, I'm I'm not gonna lie. I'm a bit worried. The way they were talking about it, I don't. I didn't hear anyone say create a character. I heard character customization. Yeah. I didn't hear create a character. If it doesn't have a... I mean, that's a big thing for a wrestling game. Yes, it is. You have a really good creator wrestler that you come to expect from modern wrestling games. And even the likes of No Mercy had, you know, big creator wrestlers make guys that were in the game. Yeah, if you call me when you put it in, basically... Uh. Well, it's funny to say that because they, they were, they're obviously chatting to the guy from Ukes and THQ and he was taking questions, you know, live from people watching the stream and all. A few things he was asked about and he says, not yet, but once the game releases, we're going to see how we can implement A, B and C into it. So they obviously have been given a time frame to get the game out for. There's features that obviously somebody wants, but they can't get them in yet. So they're going to continue supporting this game for years, they said, after it comes out. So you mightn't get your creator wrestler at the start, That's and you mightn't buy it at the start, but they might turn around and go, I here's your creator wrestler now. See, it seems that, a bit you, odd. You're, you're playing a days then. You really are. You're, like, how many times Street Fighter 5, mm. Cyberpunk 27, now you said, mm. like, then you, it's like, finish your fucking game before you put it out, because you will get hurt. Mm. And I don't think, I don't think, the hype over Cyberpunk, that was going to mm. succeed. They got away yep. with whatever. Um, the Saints Row one, these are fucked. You're not big enough to wear that. And that is going to nope. really badly affect your sales go, go forward because mm-hmm. it uh, didn't have the same of people already. Um, you know, Street Fighter was able to recover because fuck it, Street Fighter. But mm-hmm. like wrestling is in video games. I don't know if like video games are huge, but it's like that's re- adding wrestling on top of video games makes it that's even more of a niche. Mm hmm. And you need to make that. They'll have to make that core audience and deliver what they want. Um, I don't don't know if you'll be able to get a second shot at it. unless there's enough absolutely diehard AEW fans who will buy it. Regard and I'm uh, sure they, they, sure they do as, exist. Fuck me, right? Justice? Just as just as we're talking here, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, this was released about seventy two hours ago. Uh, Ukes comes forward to say, yes, rest- players can create and develop their own wrestler and not to worry about this being a future uh, a future update. This will be out of the box on day one. On why why, <laughs> why they wait to tell everyone? Why they word that in such a I weird way? I guess people way? were like, sort of like, uh, at the, the press card. Because like I said, they didn't mention create a wrestler. They just kept talking about customization. And maybe that's what they were trying to push on that particular thing. So a lot of people are all, hey, they haven't mentioned create a wrestler. Mm. Oh shit, they haven't mentioned create a wrestler. What the fuck? So I think they had to come out and go, no, calm down. It is in there. It is in there. Sorry, we just weren't talking about it. We just haven't, we aren't ready to show it yet, maybe. Dubious. You know what's not uh, in there out of the box when it releases? What? FTR. Fuck off. What the fuck? FTR we- are not there. Wave one DLC, but not at release. But Adam Cole's in there. Yeah, FTR yeah. been there way longer than Adam Cole. Also, are like you know just the most over thing in AEW right now. Yep, they better be free DLC then. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, you can have creator character packs and stuff, but I've noticed the games these days are doing like a I here's a season pass where I'll give you like all the characters. But hey, even if you haven't bought that, here's a character or two or something or two for free. You know, games are doing that these days. But yeah, um, I quite like the look of it. I thought it looked very N64 era and just arcadey fun. 
It, it does. It does look like one of the lit. I those games. Mm. Warzone around that time. Never had an N64. So. It was pretty cool the way they they have the the top rope finishers in. I liked how they they sort of showed the normal one winged angel, and then they were like, "Ah, but don't worry, you can do this." And they puts them on the top rope and does a one winged angel. So that was pretty cool. I assume not everyone's gonna have that. No, no, because obviously Kenny has done that before. So the the way they used to do it in No Mercy and stuff was like if someone had like a. A, a very rare, like, in Punk's case, I'm guessing if he does a corner special, it'll be his Pepsi Plunge. Yeah. Whereas the standing special will be his GTS. His back special? Uh, I don't know. Ground special, I guess, would be Anaconda Vice. So, yeah. But yeah, that's how it worked in those games. You, would ha- you wouldn't have just, like, one finisher move. You would have that particular character, obviously, like, in Punk's case, he would have a couple of different maneuvers, big maneuvers that he pulls yeah. out now and then. And that's what your special or signature would do, so... Pretty cool way to do it. And spirit meter, I think, is a way better thing than a health meter. Because it means you can have a comeback. Because you know yourself playing Warzone and Attitude. Once your health was down, that was it. You were fucked. Uh, if <laughs> you hit them out at all. <laughs> Pinned yeah, by it's, a punch. It's tough to make like a, a game compatible to wrestle much. Uh, <laughs> I think that's why you kind of have to go for the arcade feel. That's yeah. the best way of doing it. Um, yeah, so they wrapped up filming on Twisted Metal. Didn't even know it was being filmed, to be fair. I've been obviously very excited about this but uh I, I honestly thought they were still in like planning stages so well, that's why we tweet... haven't seen smojo in a while yeah that explains where he's been he's often playing a killer clown um he'll he'll be a cracking sweet tooth though he just has the perfect body shape for him and then you've got just, will, will arnett doing your, the voice temper your expectations oh i, I <laughs> but as long, I, as long as i see him that'll be me happy it's like yep they, they've ne- as long as they nailed the look of him as long as he looks like Sweet Tooth, it, his head has to be on fire. And they don't need to explain it. You, no one ever explains why Sweet Tooth's head's on fire. It's just it's on just fire. A, simple it's just as. a bunch of stuff from hell and shit. Yeah, exactly. You no, know, of course he's on fire. Yep. Is it some he's sort a... of demon? Well, actually, no, Sweet Tooth's perfectly human. <laughs> so, yes. Uh, take he's him just... back. Why is he on fire then? Because <laughs> <laughs> he's mental. He set his head on fire and it just Why stayed lit. lit. How? <laughs> okay. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too busy driving the truck blowing shit up to ask that question. <laughs> I don't um, think his head's going to... Maybe um, not the whole time. The whole time. We had a very controversial episode of Dynamite last week. This um, was mad. Let's run through. We'll get to the controversial part. Um, so, starting off the show with promo again. Yep. Six in a row. Um, still was Chris mm-hmm. Jericho, Daniel Garcia. Uh, in their face-to-face, uh, Danielson decides to join them, and then they basically fight over Garcia. Hi. The custody of Daniel Garcia. Well, to be fair, you know, Danielson didn't do much. He just sort of spoke to him, and then Jericho was obviously putting the hands on him, and Daniels, or Garcia pushes Jericho away, and Danielson's just smirking there like this wee shit. Yeah. So he's just like, I got, I didn't even have to do anything, and you're on your ass. <laughs> Which then obviously leads to a match being made at all. It will be Jericho against Danielson. And yeah. I can see Jericho pulling out lots and lots of submissions to try and make Danielson tap. Yeah, it's going to be Dinehart. Which uh, he did very well the last time. He really did. So, something about it makes me, that's kind of long. You did it already. Mm. Moxley is suited better. Um, I love the part where you know, Jericho's all like, oh, you've, you haven't impressed me. I'm the Lionheart, the last of Stu Hart's. If we ask Stu Hart who's the better, who do you think he'd... If we asked Owen Hart who's the better wrestler, who do you think he'd say? Jericho Jer- sold it really well, though, with I, the faces. He, did, he was just like, he just knows. He just knows uh, 100%. <laughs> yep. Um, we, get, we, get, we get fucking... Oh, well, also attached. Oh, yes. 
attacked, attacked Danielson. Because, yep. of course, he uh, Dax Harwood in another of his singles classics he just does just yep. because it's Jay Lee. Brilliant match, hey. Brilliant. Uh, These X, two chop the absolute shit out of each other as they, well. Dax doing a bit of fucking springboards, <laughs> crossbodies. He only does stuff like that when he's fucking desperate. <laughs> Which is true. They, they will, true. Like, FTR will only stuff like that. It's really to put their Nothing else has like, worked on yeah, right. uh, and then we get shenanigans with Sean, mm-hmm. uh, Sanjay Dutt coming to the roll up with the handful of tights to win for yep. Jay Lee. What uh, happened next? Shocked the daylights out of me when they announced when Sanjay was chatting. I thought this was mm-hmm. I, I, so, so yeah, that, like to set that scene is like uh, this is heading towards FTR and Wardlow versus um, Jay Lethal. Great. Sanjay yep. Dutt, if he's fine, if he's still good to go, he could go back mm-hmm. in the day. Grand. And fucking Satnam Singh, you're like, ah, mm. oh, shit. This is, uh, I, like, FTR, brilliant. Want to see more FTR, more Wardlow. I want to see Jay Lethal, all that. But that's Cloud hanging over the thing. And then yep. they announce what Wardlow's action, uh, Wardlow and FTR's opponents will actually be is Jay Lethal and the fucking Motor City Machine. And everyone's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> right, I'm actually excited for this. Now. Yep. <laughs> the dread is gone. This... This was so good, and I don't think the guys at the desk knew about this, because see, just before they were heading to commercial break... Excalibur this shuts himself out. Uh, Excalibur's like looking at Taz going, I can't believe what the Motor City Machine guns! <laughs> I was like, that's how we're all feeling, Excalibur. Um, so obviously, I, I do watch Impact, and I was watching this week's, which happened... the So Impact's aired on a Thursday. Um, <laughs> I thought this was very good. Uh, Matthew Rimwalt, who... I think he was called Aiden English in WWE. He's now yes, commentating. Yeah. yeah. He turns around. Did he have a problem with them? In did he work oh, with them could, back? I I could. Uh, he probably would have. I. Ah. So obviously they're talking about because the the time splitters were out on the main event and he's all and we've seen you know big week for you know the Motor City Machine Guns that's announced they're going to be at the AEW's pay per view all out and I personally hope I personally hope that the Motor City Machine Guns beat the hell out of FTR I've never liked those guys in all this era I was like mm. Jesus some heat there but I hope they're actually playing in to past heat or something I don't know I thought it was really cool because the other guy I always forget his name but he was just giggling away to himself <laughs> um but yeah, yeah, having the guns and FTR in the ring at the same time. Another dream tag team match. That'll be amazing. Uh, Thunder Rosa's backstage. Out with injury. Right. Right. Okay. So I, I have, uh, I've confessed this to you. I'll confess it to everyone listening. I thought this was a story and I was giggling during this. No, this is real. Yep. Those tears were real. <laughs> she is yep. actually upset about it. There is stuff going around. It's like maybe this was her being a bit of a Shawn Michaels, uh, not wanting to drop a belt to Tony Storm, which was what we're building to it all out. Uh... I don't know. Uh, that, that seems as- it's something to do with a disc in her spine or something, isn't it? Yeah, too? So yeah. That's something uh, you'd really fuck around with. Pretty, you know? pretty serious, really. Like, thing is, we're heading towards another interim champion. Yeah, again, this is what made me think it was because there's been so much interim shit at the moment. I was all, oh, Jesus, oh, another interim belt. Oh, this Thunder Rosa not wanting to fight her friend, Tony Storm. So she's going to, you know, oh, I can't do the match. So there'll be an interim and all this here till it's not Tony and then she can fight her instead. That's what I thought the story was going to be. The good news in all this, mm-hmm. except for Thunder Rosa, but we are getting a four-way at all out. Uh, Tony Storm, Britt Baker, Jamie Hayter, and fucking finally, Hikaru Shida. Mm-hmm. Back on your TV. Yep. And I I have gone from anyone but Brit, but no, I want fucking Sheeta to win this. 
Give it yeah. the fucking cheetah, you bastards. 100%, man. That woman basically held that company on her back during the pandemic, but yet all anyone online would talk about is when she was taking, or when Brit was taking the belt off her. I was like, you guys are not appreciating the amazing champion you have right now. Yeah, that I, I that woman think... just doesn't know how to do a bad match. I don't think it did not. It was, the women's division was much, much better when she did it. Your first three champions, the women's division was way better. When you had Riho yeah. or Nyla or Shida, your women's division was a big fucking deal. And now it's just fate. Like the women's division itself, even the women's title meant nothing because Brit just had to be on TV just talking about how great she was. Yeah. And it did get so, a bit much. Shida's the, the current champion of uh, a Joshi promotion called Wave. Mm-hmm. Um, well, she she we just defended defender belted. Yeah, she just defended that Emmy Sacker. That was a great match. And I was like, unbelievable. Why, why isn't dark? Mm. I get why like, maybe you, you want to make something of the, fair enough. Um, but Jesus Christ, that they they went out there, uh, knocked the shit out of each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, now it was think... it was like a, at the show, mm. but still, it it deserved more than a spot on as good and a dynamite. Yeah, definitely a still... rampage. <laughs> It shocks me how, like, the age of Emmy Sakura and the shit she can still do. That's amazing as well. She's, like, in her mid-40s and she's still moonsaulting and all. Mm, I, uh, what are the, what are she just, I, I don't, I, it's, Max, she's in there at least. Yeah. So. So much story. Just I know. Bored. <laughs> like, Emmy Sakura, Tachi, they've, like, fought in time out of all those nine. She just won one. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, this big, massive fucking hill for her to climb. Not capitalize. No. Um, I mean, I would say that like if the if the Thunder Rosa match had to happen, do you think Storm was taking the belt off Thunder Rosa? Yeah, would you? I don't know. I don't know. I had a feeling that yeah, they'll probably still just could be Tony. Tony Storm. She's very good. Like so, you wouldn't complain. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we got Billy Gordon versus Colton Gordon. <laughs> Stokely getting involved. Again. Yep. And Colton get- with some shenanigans. So get Stokely given the this cars to Colton. Is that like? Does that make it official? I guess so. They took them and they were all smiles and stuff, so they're on board. He's gonna, he's gonna have to, uh, you know, cut a promo and explain what he's up to here at some point. Mm. So we we get the the Colton up, uh, the acclaimed Billy uh, Swerve Strickland, Keith Lee coming for the save, the whole thing with tag titles. Mm. That's right. Do you, do you put the belts on the acclaimed? Is now the time to do it? Strickland and, yep. and Keith Lee haven't done with they the haven't, titles. but you don't want the tag titles feeling like hot potatoes either. Yeah, it's been a couple of short reigns. Like, the well, box made sense because they were just transitional because they were trying to figure out what to do because, obviously, the Hardys weren't around. Hmm. I mean, before, before, well, there's only been maybe, like, the books were a short. If you do a second short, but then give the next people a proper run, it would maybe, you know, take them two short reigns out of your mind because, the, the obviously, the champs before that was Jurassic Express, who held it for nearly a year. So, uh, you could maybe bounce it onto the Acclaimed and actually give the Acclaimed a good, proper tag run then. But at some point... Yeah. Somebody has to deal with FTR. Yeah, that's all our thing is. It just feels like everyone's titles won. Or you make a fucking legend out of a tag team, and FTR is expected to take the belts off them, and they defend them and keep them. And I mean, you could take a young tag team like they acclaimed and make them superstars because they stopped the unstoppable juggernaut of FTR. Yeah, could go that way as well. I guess FTR mm. don't have to win uh, the title. Just thought, thought they're a wee bit. Sh- it was I. Uh, they they went just from one pay per view to another. So they um Britt Baker versus Kylan King. Pretty short match, but I think we we talked about Kylan last week as well. He's very yep. good. 
And the one thing I'm very shocked about is this was not like just Brit running over the top of someone. This was Brit getting her ass kicked for nearly 10 minutes. Like they just had Kylan running over the top of her and then Brit done a couple of moves and managed to win and then cut a fucking promo. Yeah. Kind of fucking shitty promo. She's like, I was uh, champion, I wrestled. But again, he's a fucking heel. We're being marked. Yeah. She's supposed but to nah, be a dickhead. I bet it's fed up of her. <laughs> I, no, no, no. Because it, it is all gets rid of it. That's my problem with a Brit promo. Brit doesn't cut a promo on her opponent. Brit just goes, I'm amazing. And it's like, yes, but you're supposed to be putting your opponent down. Yep, but I'm amazing. Yeah. It's like, okay, you don't get this at all. That role model stuff. So it's pretty much lifted. In my opinion, Bailey does. When, when Brit first turned Halo, I think she, got, she was really, really good. But I don't know if, you know... <laughs> If she's believing her own hype now and thinks she can just phone it in or something, because she just doesn't have that same, I don't know, like she just came across like a real smarky bastard, but now it's just like, I'm amazing, I don't need to be here, and I couldn't be hurt, unless that's be. the gimmick she's going for. But uh, it, it just it can. Are you maybe playing on the the blitz? What's a work? What's a, sh- a bit too much? Annoying? Like a bit weird? Like the mm. next match, which was. Mm. The unification of the AEW world title, CM Punk versus John Moxley. It's not the main event, so you knew something was fucking awesome. Well, so I thought, I when, when it wasn't the main event, but I thought, right, they obviously don't want to make it, because my brain was all right. They don't want to make it the main event because uh, they want to give it as much time as they can. Because if you put something near the end and there's maybe 20 minutes left, then you go, mm. oh, well, the match will be 20 minutes. But if you put something yeah. in the middle and you say there's a 60 minute time limit, I'm like, holy shit. This is going the distance. This is a big fucking match. Could I have been more fucking wrong? I don't think yeah. so. Uh, when you think about it for what they were going for, it was really good placement. It's right at mm. that sort of halfway point. You thought, oh, we match here. Because, um, mm. yeah, like you said, that's happened before. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, Hangman and Danielson. And Danielson the full art. Uh, that was at the start of the yeah. and I'd, you're probably right that, that that's exactly why it was placed right where it was cause, so they were thinking I this this has to be the one thing against that though that they could have done better is everything that happened afterwards like they never mm. called this event they should have called it the main event and then ever have everything that happened oh shit uh, like standby matches but the, our main event ended up being the Geo's title tournament mm. you know it sort of it sort of kills that oh the, uh, this might go in our but it's definitely not going in our um, it, it's still it's, your point is still valid that it could have went longer than it did which yeah uh, I thought we were going to get maybe a big half hour maybe even 40 minute job so then your, yeah. your main event would have been about 20 minutes that's what yeah. I was thinking and uh, what we ended up with what 3 minutes fuck you're being generous it was I, so Punk goes for a roundhouse kick uh, starts clutching his foot people are like oh he's holding the wrong foot it's like no he's not the, when, when uh-huh. he do that kick the pressure is on the foot you're standing on which is yes. the one he held <laughs> that's yes. the one that was hurt yep um, I was like why isn't he holding the foot he kicked him with twisted oh, around uh, but anyway yeah how um, do you tell people you don't know how to throw a kick without saying you don't <laughs> know how to throw a kick Moxley pounces on Punk after that Death Rider Mur- and we're fucking murders. done. <laughs> yep. Two Death Riders and that's it. That's it. I like how he's the two different names. Now one's a, the paradigm shift when he goes low and Death Rider when he goes high. That's yeah. pretty cool. I think that's that's because, you know, they doing they're doing stuff in Japan as you know, mm. being, you know, dynamite platform over there. So it's known as the Death Rider over there. Um JR with probably one good call. He got his ass kicked. <laughs> <laughs> he did. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, I was uh, so last week we had all the the punk sh- hangman and it's like uh, all the unhappiness backstage, punk being a prick, and now this happens and we're like, oh, is that punk done on rampage? We get a punk promo with him and his foot and all po- all sign are pointing to there being a rematch at all out. So obviously punk's not. It's got to this point where it's like. I don't know what's real. I don't know what's the fucking work. And yes, that's the way they want it. Um, mm. There was definitely some truth to all this. School yeah, there was. There definitely was hostilities because I know oh, there yeah. was like an emergency meeting or something they had to do. Yeah, but if if it turns into something good, yeah. Then, and this is everyone talking about mm-hmm. about this. Um, but it's also very split opinion on it. it was either people are loving it and or people are like like really confused and hating it and. I, I honestly don't know how I feel about any of this. I'm just gonna... I think the desired effect has worked, though. No matter whether you didn't like it or you did like it, you're talking about it, and that's all that matters at the present time. Yeah. I think that's what they're going for. Until you see how it plays out. By the time it's played out, I guarantee everybody's probably going, wow, that's actually pretty fucking awesome. It'll be hard to do something like that again, though, because everyone will be all, oh, they're doing all oh, to work, it's a work, it's a work. It is hard to blur the... Like, once you've done it a certain way, it's hard to... You have to find different ways to blur the lines again every time, I suppose. To the point where people don't think things are uh, a, a work anymore. Like, when Cody left, everyone was all, it's a work, and everyone else was all, no, no, he's actually gone. No, 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 he's not. <laughs> Who knows? We didn't oh. talk about this. No, no. Called Eddie Kingston fight. I just like the idea of uh, Kingston swinging for him. Ah, true. It's like, pity you missed. It's like, but it got yeah. so bad that Kingston had to go on Twitter and sort of say, hey uh, guys, go and leave Sammy I, alone. Hey, I'll, uh, I'll deal uh, with this shit. See, it, it was all fine. And I was like, ah, whatever, they had disagreement. It's their business. Until Sammy felt the need to make a, a fucking public statement about, oh, well, he never said anything was off. It's like, you never thought of going up and say, hi, I'm going to say this. Is this okay for you? The onus is on you to clear that with him not him to come to you and tell you what he doesn't want you to say in your promo when he mm. has no idea what you're going to say in the first place you little fucking mm. common decent and eddie kingston ain't a guy you want fucking you. come on no 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 um christian cage backstage uh anyway yes. calls calls jump yes you can't throw anything i haven't already seen in my career that's really good. Mm. Seen it all, done it all, at all eight, you're going to find out. Average, or I am an anomaly, I'm special, and at all out, you'll find out you're not. That's going to be amazing. That 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 rivalry has been so good. So mm. it has. I'd, I don't know if I want it to end at all. I'd love to keep that going a bit longer. It's a pity. You... Oh, right. I, I was just going to say, it's a pity about Jungle Boy's promo last week, where he got thrown off a bit by the watch chance. Mm. You could tell it's all threw ah, off his rhythm. But, if anyone you know. can give him pointers, it'll be Christian. Ah, he came out there. Ah, he just fact as, as as someone who's but then again, you think you think about it. That was Jungle Boy's second promo, technically. Eddie Kingston had the best response to it. Scold oh, everybody, sh- and then they shut the <laughs> fuck up. There you go. That's how terrifying Eddie Kingston is. He can tell an entire crowd off, and they do what they're told. That's the way he says it. It's like it's like yeah, man. I have a bit of respect, uh, <laughs> and then you're like, oh, now I feel bad. Uh, stone cold out here tonight brother have a little respect <laughs> <laughs> you're like i and he's no problem calling out you know what they're doing either like some people oh, better not say the other company's name or you know any of the talent he's all just nah stone cold's not here tonight you know have a bit of respect uh we got ricky starks this was a fiery promo i like yeah. ricky starks fiery ricky i've never seen a fiery serious ricky Starks. so normally when he's getting all fiery he's getting all you know he's doing it for a wee bit of the comedy effect 
Yeah, yeah. You know, with the, with the hey, he's a man. It was the bit where he's all, you hit me in my neck. You hit me in my neck. You know, that, I was yeah. like, holy shit, that's amazing there. Bring your $5 ass to Chicago and fight me at all lights. <laughs> uh, I got some very... Um, John Moxley, mm. we promo there. Is that like uh reference the punks oh you're the third best john or whatever the fuck he's all like uh, my time is right now and right this minute john cena reference yep definitely um and then uh the main events tri- the trio's uh semi-final um, jeff's kiss this was the dynamite message. semi-final that's what they're calling them all oh, right that's still not how semi-final works. i know it's whatever I know. um fuck i was exhausted watching that yeah, was unbelievable just there was even a there was even a wee quick promo during the night between osprey and pack it was weird hearing two big British accents shouting at each other on an American TV show. Well, I say shouting. Osprey was doing like the heated thing and Pac was just as normal, like, don't care. I'm going to beat the shit out of you. But this match was unbelievable. So um, many unbelievable spots to call as well. There's just so much, like, you don't know how... But uh, other than the actual match being brilliant in itself, then you also have best friend Danhausen side <laughs> of the Danhausen's facial expression. Um, <laughs> And then that man is a national treasure, right? <laughs> and then we get Pat claps eyes on the the guy with the box in the head. We we know has been sort of stalking him. He's been yep. defending the uh, whole Atlantic title in Ireland. And you're like, he reaches for the box. And you're like, oh, finally we see Kip Sabian. And it's like he pulls the box. And it's some boy who's all fucking taped up uh, with big black eye. <laughs> so what yep. the fuck happened to that guy? And Kip Sabian coming out of nowhere and Pat. Yep. I <laughs> I. Uh... For a wee bit of background here. So on his Twitter, Kip obviously put that clip up. And some asshole trying to be smart was all, oh, if the guy was taped up and all, why was he clapping hands and all sarcastically like Kip all night? And Kip instantly replied and goes, because Penelope had a gun to his family's head. Idiot. (laughs) Has he like turned into some like super villain type thing? I think I'm kidnapping and shit. He's, he's. He keeps tweeting about how everyone in AEW is playing checkers, and he's playing... He's not even saying chess. What is he saying? I can't even remember the name of the game he's talking about, but he's everyone's playing checkers, and they're not even, I'm not even playing chess, and he puts up some other name, hey, and it's like, yeah, I think Kip Saban's going to be like the Lex Luthor of fucking <laughs> AEW. Not to be confused with shitty Lex Luger. I mean, Lex Luthor is in the <laughs> Superman villain. Never um, like Luger. Never like him. Um, that allows United Empire to get uh, mm-hmm. actual semi. The Elite versus United Empire should put us down a path to get Kenny Osprey. During this match, Don Callis was absolutely amazing. Oh, yeah, yeah. About, Don Callis. But... Talking about how much of a fan Will Osprey is of Kenny Omega. <laughs> <laughs> just making out that Osprey's just like this wee fanboy of Kenny Omega. Them two have been going at it for ages on Twitter, but um, mm. and then we didn't see it at uh, on Dynamite. There was a part after where Kenny cuts the uh, the promo um, on Osprey, you know, going to like I try to fill my shoes in New Japan. And it's all like yeah, you have all these five star match, you have a seven star match, that sort of stuff. Um, <laughs> yeah, very good. I uh, point out is like um, the one thing you've never done, you've never beaten Okada. That's right. Know? It was him and o- they were in the the. G1 there recently, weren't they? And Okada got him again. Yeah. Uh, no, no. Uh, he got to the final. I think it was, was it Naito, the one. Was it Naito? Uh, I'm not even going to look it up. If you're listening, look it up for yourself. <laughs> if I'm wrong, I don't even apologize. <laughs> um, dead on Rampage. There was the, the opening match between the two groups of spooky perverts. 
Yeah. Hush of Black versus Dark Order. I was wondering. <laughs> Orange Cassidy, Best Friends, and Danhoun again. They're doing a yep. lot of scouting now. Uh, <laughs> At least this one makes sense. They're our next opponent. Uh, um, um, but uh, this this was just a good, hard trucking match. Hey? It really was. Although, fucking John Silver. Hey? <laughs> See when he go, I love it when he gets into the ring with Brody King <laughs> and tries to square up the <laughs> He's basically squaring up the Brody King's belly, but it's brilliant though at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Love his German. Ah, him and Reynolds have some of the best double team moves. Or not, mm. I suppose they wouldn't be called moves, they'd be called double team. It's just sequences. It's just ah, move sequences. after move after move. You don't get a chance to. I bet it's fun, not fun taking that. No, I bet you don't. You're just getting pulled and thrown about all over the place. Um, so Miro comes out uh, providing the distraction for Reynolds to roll up Malachi Black. Malachi Black too? Of the, all the ones the to take the pin. It's a good way to get Dark Order past the House of Black. Still have the House of Black look like a bunch of psycho killers. Well, to be fair, you know, House of Black had the majority of the match. They did. In yeah. hand. Yeah, um, it was fucking Brody King just in there wrecking the shit out of everybody. Although, I may be controversial when I say this. I know there'll be other people out there that say maybe the American Dragon has the best kicks in wrestling. But I'm sorry. The best kicks in wrestling belong to Malachi Black. That man looks like he's just... Putting, trying to put his foot through when he kicks. It's like, uh, I'll try and pull my kick as best as I can, but uh, I'm still trying to just put my foot through your chest do, here. Do, do you remember uh, Miyu Yamashita, who challenged yes. Thunder Rosa? Oh, See yeah, her, her skull kick. When she mm. does it properly, they didn't get a good example on that. But when she does it properly, holy fuck, it looked absolute. Um, but, but yeah, I would say Malachi Bless kicks in. Yep. So, obviously sidetrack there sorry Miro comes down and he trucks through Buddy Matthews and I think he throws a punch to Brody King and Malachi's like right come on into the ring but then you have to remember he's only hit Brody King once and that doesn't mm-hmm. really stop Brody King so he gets up and starts just trucking Miro from behind so, yep the thing that makes sense is like this is Miro an absolute killer he comes yep. down he keep a couple of them down but they will get the better of the end because House of Black keep that yep. in mind Sting no. when you're doing your yep. thing Miro couldn't. Yep. yep. No reason for you to be getting the better. Anyway, <laughs> yep. I'm just so, like getting salty. What I yeah. know is. Well, obviously, um, the, the House of Black's beating piss out of Miro, and Darby's music plays. And normally you go, yay, Darby, but I went, oh no, oh, Sting. It's going to job this 64 year old man. Oh, hey, Sting. Although, once again, um, there's um, the one thing I'm sort of still happy about is the House of Black aren't showing fear of Sting. They're just sort of like, yeah, your time will come. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll deal with you. Imagine they were the ones to do it though. They actually pin Sting. That would obviously put them. That's it. Mm. Unstoppable. But will it happen? I doubt it. It'll Darby yeah, take the pin if they if House of Black wins. Darby's taking the pin again. If thing does if, the job. Sting. Um, and Julia. Oh wait, we had that. Uh, Angel no mercy. Park. Angel Parker um, cut a promo <laughs> on Hook as he walked away. All right, no, it was Hook first. Yep. Um, he didn't care. He doesn't care about Angel Parker or Matt Menard, and then uh, they come running in, asking where Hook is, and likes and airs like he's no sell it. Continue on with their shouting. <laughs> Start telling him he wants a taste. It's a taste of that. Uh, Ryan Nemeth got killed by Wardlow, <laughs> <laughs> and then made his dog watch on BT. <laughs> on BT. Um, I, <laughs> I I did not know he was originally from Cleveland. So the fact that he came out and buried it because he's from there was even funnier. And then obviously, that's where Wardlow's from as well. Big hometown heroes welcome, but he just murders Ryan now. And then the fucking uh, 
Jay Lethal and Chris Sabin come out up the ramp and looking at him going, ah, we don't give two fucks, you're a dead man. What about Chris Sabin? Because this was all, maybe he hadn't got there yet. He <laughs> <laughs> was running from wherever Impact were. <clears throat> um, Andrade family office is still a thing? Question yeah. mark. <laughs> I thought we were done with this. We got private party. He's saying that it losing has consequence. Uh, they right. They pointed out you fucking lost last week. I think. Uh, I think this is obviously going to lead to a match between these ones, and that will be the end of this. Hope so. Are are we on the path to re- rehabilitation for private party here? I hope so because it's looking like Matt mm-hmm. Hardy might be doing more stuff with them. Uh, but well, hopefully, hopefully, it's too set right. Aye, aye. It's time to get Private Party into the fucking proper tag team scene again. Because mm. they're so fucking good. The one thing I miss, though, is Mark Quinn wrestling in Tails. That was unbelievable. It just all his moves look so cool when he had his Tails. Yeah. Uh, Powerhouse Hobbs killed a guy. That's right. He murdered someone, too. And he cut a... No, he didn't cut the promo. It was QT. Was murdering He's, Ricky He Stark. started shouting, bring me, get Ricky Starks out here. All right. Uh, go get Ricky. It cuts to the factory. Um... Big sexy, what do you call him? Nick Camarado. That's his new name now. <laughs> Big sexy Rick Camarado. Big sexy Rick Camarado. Uh, we got Jade. Um, backstage promo. Uh, challenges Athena to a match all out. Just diving off camera and yeah, with Jade matches like she's brilliant at everything. And well, maybe Athena will be able to carry a good match. Yeah, it's not impossible. <laughs> I didn't know this back in the day, by the way. Here's a quick wee insight for you. Athena used to be, like, really deathmatch heavy. Oh. Yeah. So Is that brace like yourself, knows, women's division. Is that how she knows to make uh, fucking metal wings? Probably. She, she probably used to herself. be a weapon. Um, next tag, Ortiz and Ruby Soho versus Sammy and Ty. I, I like some oh. of the stuff they're doing. They they very much do the, um, you know, playing on the, like, you know, the men aren't supposed to touch the woman and vice versa, but never sort of mm. works out that way. No, it doesn't. Um, the men never attack the women, but the women have no problem laying the shit into the men. <laughs> yeah. If you want to get, like, real fucking RC about it, it's like, yeah, attack that. I think but, that's but, what JR was bringing up. Yeah. But, but at the same time, Ruby ended up on Sammy's shoulders because Sammy fucking put her there. What's she supposed yep. to do? Politely get down? No, I'm poison running this fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Bet you that was fun. Um, yeah. But um, so obviously, this one being the AAA X Tag Team Champion. Maybe this sort of stuff should go for a triple X Tag. I've only seen X Tag in the and it's all oh, time you get. Um, yeah, we, we talked about the punk thing him in the trainer's room and uh, my foot yep it's just like when i broke it <laughs> and then the main event for the ring of honor world title claudio Castanoli versus the natural dustin Rhodes. they're calling him the measuring stick dustin Rhodes. uh man, i good think one. he can still go hey yeah this is a good old school man mm-hmm. the ending was very interesting i mean i don't i don't want to you know skip to the end but that was it was the no, bit that made it. me sort of go oh jesus because arn anderson fuck he did not look one bit happy so, don't know what the plan is there. But no, I, I, to me, this was just showing that, like... Was, was that because of the... No, it looked like a botch, but it was not a botch. The leapfrog? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that... Well, no, that was a planned thing. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was, was it. Because he hit fucking... That was part of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, mm-hmm. I mean, the only sort of... I wouldn't even call it a botch. It was maybe just a, a slight misstep was when he went for his pile driver. Do you remember he almost sort of let him go during it? It was like a sort of whoops moment, but thankfully everyone was all right. No, no, it wait, no, no, it was Dustin going for the pile driver. Yeah, yeah. And he sort of let go maybe a wee bit during it. But um, 
No, I mean, as you, as you say yourself, you know, when Dustin's in the ring, you know, you're just getting a good old school match and, you know, it, you're going to get everything you want in an old match. Although I did like how these, they sort of knew each other and there was a couple of moves that each one of them went for and the other one was able to go, ah, no, 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 and get out of it. That was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. I like how they play on the history. They don't just go, I, they've never met each other before. It's like, Aye, no, they're they, obviously... They, they don't pretend that WWE doesn't basically Aye. so so they'll acknowledge that they know each other it's the same way uh you know Hager and uh, Claudio mm. oh yeah yeah obviously yeah. um yeah so that's that's all the AU stuff so we, we have a we'll have a couple of pay-per-views to talk about next week um mm-hmm. you want to watch the, the the castle show that's not in the castle Apple in the, the castle <laughs> the WWE in, in Cardiff um which really should be this should wrap up all the leftover Vince stuff really get stuck into what triple h can do um not 100 percent of the matches except for big uh, roman versus the guy who's mcintyre all right what was he called in the end drew uh galloway else? galloway he uses his, his actual name just hi um and then all out should be a good show should be um, i think you're still even a couple of matches to be added i bet you I would near guarantee, and um, I couldn't even do any predictions at this stage because we've still got Dynamite tomorrow, and mm. so fuck it. I predict <laughs> it'll be. Yep, I predict there will be some wrestling and someone will get pinned. You should watch it. Yep. And I do us for this week. So extra wrestling next week. Be prepared for that. Well, we had Gamescom this week, so yeah, there won't be any game news probably for a wee while anyway. So. Yeah, true. That's usually the way it goes down. But I uh, let's get out of here then. Yeah, it's getting dusty. <laughs> See y'all later. <laughs> Goodbye. All right.